0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: In
2: holding the fort down, I didn't know you were. I didn't know you were coming you on. But we're know. live. What, you, you? Oh, we're live. Are we? We're oh, alive, we're, yes. we're not going to air our dirty laundry live. We we're taking
0: the are. list, Johnny. A, few, a couple of people actually came out and said they saw that it was me and Johnny, and they said, "Ah,
2: oh, elite. This is the best." <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, not,
0: I'm not kidding. Someone You're taking someone me off that. the
2: list. I, I, I feel. I, do you know what I feel like? I feel like Emil Smith Rowe. I'm like I saved. I saved the show over the last few weeks, and now I'm out. Yeah. Well, well there, you out. there you go. There you go. You've got your main Suburban Chris as, coming on. You're only as good
1: as your next game. This is it. Well, there you and go. And next game's here. Unreal. Your name's back in the ticker, so well done. Well done. Yeah, but, here but we even,
2: are.
1: You're back in the ticker, but a minute ago, you didn't even know we were drawn. So it shows the level of preparation that's got into your performance today. This is a, Emil Smith-Rowe or Yang. That's what oh, we're talking oh, about. Yes, he's
0: got oh.
1: <laughs> um, But, guys, it's going to be great. It, doesn't it feel like we're back in the big leagues again? Doesn't it?
0: Sort <laughs> of. Sort of. I needed, uh, I needed a big name. Oh, look,
1: Pete was saying missed you guys as well. That's nice. That is nice. Shut G-
2: up. You weren't saying that last week.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, Pete, you're so good.
1: <laughs> Jed, shall we fire into this?
2: Let's do it. Mirror main, mirror main. You twist and turn my mind until I
1: don't know who I am. Mirror Good. Good evening and welcome to a special. We treat you like that. We're nice like that. We're generous. This is what we dreamed about for a long time. Arsenal back at the big table at the big dance, and now we know our dance partners. It's the Champions League draw? We've you we heard in the preamble that we're not only spoiled with man like Matt Candela on the pop, but also Pedro is always is a stalwart, is here. How are we doing, guys? After that Champions League draw,
2: it's nice to have my dancing partners back.
1: Oh, <laughs> nice! Nice, well, I like, I like that. You back, guys. Nice, he's have you, sharp, getting... you know, he's uh, very sharp.
2: People kept on, uh, people kept on writing on YouTube, they were like, it's just not the same without the lads. Just like over and over again. I was like, all right, give it up. Give it up. Leave it alone. Not the same about the lads. So uh, you two were missed. I tried to uh, get rid of you both. Um, tried a few other dancing and partners. Didn't work out. They go left. I go right. Um, but thank Not their you to the fault. people that Not came. their fault. Not your Not fault. Not their fault. But I missed you yeah. guys. I missed you guys. It feels good. Feels good to have you back. It does feel good to be back, doesn't it? The three of us. Big days like this. Yeah, oh. it. it feels good, because we did not start this podcast as a Champions League club. We started as a mess. We've been through some bad times. Those first three losses of the season, oh. Arteta out, uh, boring boring. Martin Erdegaard, Ramsdalians. Uh, <laughs> we've had the Saliba sessions, uh, the Saliba therapy sessions. Now we're back. We are We are at the top. Guys, have you ever headed into the Champions League thinking we have a realistic chance of winning? We're in the top uh, yeah. five teams in the Champions League. Have you yeah, ever- I think...
0: I think I saw betting odds with fourth, fourth favourites. It shows just how far we've come. Um, I think it's always going to be hard first year back. Um, I was thinking about it. It feels like teams either do really, really well first, first year back or they just crash and burn. Hopefully we can, we can fit into the former.
1: Well, we've got ourselves a nice little group there. And, and some of what you were talking about, Matt, was something I was going to say for the next section. We might as well fire into it. People know what's next. Hottest of, of takes.
2: takes. Hottest of takes.
1: The hottest of takes.
2: The AOP. Hottest of takes. Make it spicy.
1: Matt, you addition dishing out some spice right there. Do you want to start off with the hottest of takes?
0: My hottest of takes is we've been waiting since the end of last season for a Champions League group. And in the end... We got a Europa League group. I mean, that's what that's what it is, right? PSV Eindhoven, uh, Seville, and Lens. It's it's. Uh, my head says it's a great group. My heart's a little bit disappointed. I wanted to meet Mister Harry Kane. I wanted to go to Barcelona. I wanted I wanted I wanted the big team at the Emirates. I wanted the opportunity to put out a statement of intent. In the end. Um, we've got a lot of teams who are really, really faltering. Seville, whole team was put up and transfer listed. Uh, Eindhoven, I mean, we play them every year. They should just be in the Premier League. We play them more often than we do Fulham. And then Lens. I actually went back and had a look. Last time we played Lens in the Champions League, 1998-1999, first year back in the Champions League after a long, a long, a long, uh, a long time away. What did we manage? One all draw away, one nil defeat at home, crashed out the Champions League. So, that was when, when we were in Wembley, wasn't it? It was at Wembley, yeah. So it was there, yeah. So um, you know, I guess, I guess it's a good draw. I guess um, there's like rationally, there's so many positives to take. Can't help just feeling like we just missed out on a bit of special Champions League sauce. But keen to get your guys' opinions on
2: that.
1: Yeah, Pete, what what you got hottest of takes?
2: I just say, Matt, that was that was spicy. That rocked me. Like I felt something. I felt I, I felt angry. I felt angry at that hot take. I've, I've missed. I've missed angry the spicy at me or angry because it reminded you just, how you no felt angry of the true Champions League. Moment. You know when someone tells you the truth about yourself and you're like, oh, I'm angry because that's correct. Like that was that was right. It does feel like a bit of a Europa League draw. But you know what? I'm I'm in a different camp. I'm not disappointed at all. I don't need to be seeing Harry Kane in the Champions League. I don't need him to be breaking my heart. I don't want to see Balogun. Is Balogun in the Champions League? I don't know. I don't, I don't care. I don't want to see anybody that can hurt us. I, we missed out on Barcelona. We missed out on Italian teams. I love the group that we've got. The only concern that I have is that maybe we get complacent in those games. I don't think Mikel Tetra has been particularly good in European competition. So I like that we're um, we're getting an easy draw. And I do think that one of the things that um, that you said at the top of the show about you either do really well or you get shellacked. Um, I, M- Gabriel Marcinelli said we're preparing for the worst in the Champions League. Like the big test that everybody seems to be forgetting this season is it's really difficult to play three games a week from September. So I'm really intrigued to see um, how we manage that and if you've got Barcelona, Bayern Munich and uh Paris Saint-Germain in your Champions League group that's a bit of a different proposition. So easing our way back to the top tier competitions that feels good to me. So my hot take is I'm happy with it.
1: I love it guys. It's been red hot roasting so far. I think I'm going to add to it. Let's get some petrol on the flames. First of all, um you mentioned it, Matt. Four favourites for the Champions League. Someone that was doing the rounds in my Arsenal WhatsApp group was like, I mean, seriously, I think we're a bit overinflated. Give me a name. Give me a name. Who is who is more likely to win it than us? OK? The people above us, according to the bookies, City goes without saying. Real Madrid goes without saying. Bayern Munich was a bit more of a discussion with Kane. For me, it goes without saying that they, at least at this juncture should be valued more highly, particularly with pedigree and our our stay away from the competition. We're back. Every other fucker out there better get out of the way or they're going to get treatment this year. And I can't wait for it. I really can't. So when we factor that in, how many other people, because uh, what you essentially talked about, Matt, is we have got ourselves a bit of a dolly of a group. And when you go away for a while, you can either, as you said, Either come back with a bang, do something, or you go out of a whimper. Well, our supposed, you know, number one seed in our group is currently bottom of the league, and they've lost three games on the bounce, three out of three. How many other people have a group with the the people who are the number one seeds, winless, rudderless? We are the number one. We are the A side of that group. Everyone knows it. I expect it. I expect us to go through that group absolutely disavowing everyone else of any beliefs that they had. We're the premier team. We're going to come through. And then what I will say on this, when we do get through this group, because I definitely think we will, we have to do something in this competition. I'm not saying who knows if we can win it. There's a lot of great teams, but I don't want to see us going out in the round after groups. I want a serious run because we've had an absolute cupcake of a group draw. So let's have it. <clears throat> Ooh.
0: Very just, spicy just, just remind me because I'm so unfamiliar with the Champions League It's been so long If you finish top of the group You then Do you miss a round or you, you're in the last 16 Or you, you just play the second seeds No you get the second seeds You just get the second seeds Because in, in the Europa it was if you win the group You, you miss a round wasn't it but
1: Yeah but part brought... of that was to account for the fact That Champions League teams right. drop through And then they've got to match them up Simple as this, you get the B team out of any odd group, which, judging by and we will get onto all of that in in a a quick podcast, some of the other groups, the groups of death, Newcastle. (laughs) Have a look around and remember it. Think of the memories because you won't be here for long. Anyway, guys, I was thinking one of the things we could do is jump into each team that we've got in our group and just have a little look at the feelings. We've touched on it already, but let's look at Sevilla. They were meant to be the... um, the A side, but um, I was looking at the last time we played them. We've actually got a one-one record against Sevilla as well. Um, we have, they have beaten us, but we have also beaten them, um, and it and and it, it stuck to home and away. Let me just check. That was in two thousand and seven. Two thousand and seven, we got them. I actually remember the games faintly, but it didn't ring in my head straight away. We
0: played them in the Europa, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, you well, I think uh this is what um this website 11 sure, v is I mean, I giving think we me. They've
0: gone out to them in the Europa, but they they're there because their European coefficient is so high because they win the Europa League. They've won the Europa League about five times.
1: You you'd um, almost not want him in the Europa League less so than the Champions League, right? built for
2: they're built for third. They 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 they're playing for third. They don't want they don't want any of this like top of the table nonsense. They're like, no. we need to finish third because we need a European Cup this year. <laughs> they're are they they're in the mixer for Rob Holding potentially getting him on loan think, for the rest of the season. I think
0: Mallorca were uh, were the team that they were talking about. But look, in any other season, um, I'd be more worried about them. But they put their whole team up for transfer listing. They've had very inauspicious start, lost all their games this season. I'm sure they will balance things out. I'm sure they will recover. But you look at the might of the other teams, you look at the Real Madrid, you look at the Bayern Munich, you've got to say it's a very positive result. And then we'll get into it. But the biggest thing about all of them is it's the same travel time as going to Manchester. It's the same travel time for all of these games. Spain's the furthest away, which is fantastic because we've been to Kiev, Galatas, been to Turkey. You know, we've been to a lot of far-flung places, so it's a huge oh, positive, I think.
1: It definitely is, and we all uh, we will talk about the travel situation. Pete, you you know, uh, you, we've had Sevilla once or twice. I think we had Sevilla, actually in the prestigious competition of the Emirates Cup.
0: Oh, that that's is how where we played them.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You know, I I have no reason to doubt that website that says we've only got we've got a one v one v one record against them. Home and away. Pretty sure we had him in the Champions League that time. And I remember, you know, that was around the time Reyes had gone. And I'm pretty sure we played him again. Could be wrong. But anyway, it was obviously quite a while ago. We're looking at 15 years. Pete, what do you make of us getting the bottom team in La Liga in our Champions League? What, what, What threats do you feel that they carry?
2: I think that they carry the threat of just being a really solid European team. But it's really, really difficult um, to look beyond them putting their entire team up for sale, because that immediately says to everybody, you're expendable. That says that we're a mess. And it says we're not going to be here for very long. We could go insolvent. And I don't I, I had how do, it. How do you recover from from that you know you, you think about how settled we are and how unsettled we've been in the past and the, the differences that, that it brings like they don't actually have um, I don't they don't have an incredible squad there are no real bangers um that they've got up for sale you know they're um they their most expensive player according to transfermarkt is uh jibril Sal uh who came in from Frankfurt he's valued at 22 million. You've got Enesri, um, a centre-forward, 20 million. Then it's like Lucas Acampos, who I know is being linked away with a move this week. Like, it doesn't feel like a threatening team. But uh, the only one counterpoint that I would give to my own argument is they are a selling club. They're a, you know, the, the if you've ever read um, their technical director talking about how he frames it up, he's like, you come here, uh, give me a couple of good seasons, I'll give you a good life, and then you'll go on to make your money elsewhere. So maybe... um Uncertainties baked into the system, but being bottom of the league after three games doesn't speak to a team that's going to be doing any damage. And I just think Arsenal are so much, um, so much better and so much more technically experienced um, these days. I, I'm not, I'm not overly concerned uh, about them, but I would say that they're probably the what they're probably the scariest team in the group. Just oh, yeah, you know,
1: definitely. You'd ex- you'd expect it just because of know-how, but I think we all agree that. The only re- reason that Sevilla carry any fear is because they've done some voodoo on the Europa League. And even when they have absolutely no business winning that competition, they st- still manage to do it. Um, you- You've both um explained it perfectly. They're in absolute disarray. I'd be more worried if we headed into that game and Unai Emery was their manager. So, you know what I mean? Like... The, both the voodoo people were aligned, and they're like, "We're just going to do what we do every year, and you know, uh, have a little run in Europe." But I, I think they're a, t- a team, absolutely, you know, not poised to kick on from past glories. They they look like they're going to pick up their Champions League money and just do a runner with it.
0: Um, I will and, say know- that I will say that they are a team that, when the European night rolls round, they tend to find form and step it up in the same way that we are the yeah. absolute opposite. When the <laughs> yeah. European night rolls around and the music starts, whatever competition you're in, you can guarantee a drop-off in performance from Arsenal. We haven't played well in Europe since 1994. <laughs> like It's not even an exaggeration in 1994. So, um, or consistently in a competition since 1994. So uh, that's that's the, that's the bit that I think you've got to bake into all of this, which is, how do we, we've got to overcome that?
1: Yeah. And their ground is a hard, difficult place to go as well. Like to further your point, Matt, as well, like playing devil's advocate and not writing them off too quick. The, the thing about Sevilla being bottom with no, uh, no points means they're also could be like, well, we're not even going to do that well in the league. Like even if they regain some formula, like all of their chips may be in the Champions League bowl pretty quickly. And you might find that you're getting you know, top performances out of them. I know that they gave Man United some grief over the last few years, even when Man United was seemingly further along than us. I don't think coming to England scares them. They're not that kind of team. But still, sometimes you have to look at it and go, if we are who I think we are, they are going to get, they're going to get put in their place. It's that simple. Because I think that we are hungry. We're a squad that's together and wants to win big trophies. I think, I think we can give them really, really difficult nights.
2: Johnny, I think the biggest danger of all of these teams is exactly what's going on in this podcast right now: rampant complacency. We're like, they're all a joke. They're all a joke, but they are in the Champions League. You know, PSV did exciting things last year and they beat us. Um, the uh, Lens are—is it Lens or Lens? Lens. Lens. RC Lens. They finished uh, second behind PSG by a point the most expensively assembled squad in history. They'd finished just one point behind. I know that they've sold some players this summer. So I think it's like, and and this young Arsenal squad do have a tendency to sometimes be uh, a little bit complacent. So I think that's that's probably the, the bigger concern for me. Do you get yourself motivated for a PSV in the same way that you do playing under the lights in Munich? You know, I don't know. We're yet to see.
1: Well, let's talk about PSV. P.S.V. Eindhoven, the second um, seeded team that we're going to play in the um, in our group. Matt, what did you make of playing them? And as you perfectly summed up, it, we, it's not like we're going to be unfamiliar with them. We we do tend to draw them. What do you make of that draw with 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 P.S.V. and Arsenal?
0: I absolutely hate P.S.V. I really dislike them for a number of reasons. I've been to P.S.V. I think we lost when I went they're that team where every time you get them you think guaranteed 3 points and every year whether it be at home or away normally what happens is we go away we get a great result early on and then we bring them back home and we struggle and i just feel like they've they're never good games they're never good to watch we always underperform there's always an element of complacency there's always a, an element of why are we making this so difficult against psv so I'm really hoping that um, the fact that we're doing it in the Champions League and the fact that the stakes are higher make us focus a little bit more. Um, but they're a decent team. They're the kind of team where if you're not on it, they will punish you. But if you're on it, there should be no question whatsoever about the result. It should be guaranteed three points at home, guaranteed at least a draw away, at least. Um, but it really works out that way. There's not much to... To, to say but they've also had some churn some turmoil i think last time we played them was with rude van nistelrooy as coach i don't think he's there anymore um we've been linked with a few other players javi simons i think we've been linked with he's still one of their best players and i don't think he's at the caliber he's, out. he's gone was he did he
2: go yeah he went to psg psg, PSG. yeah right but they, they've they've actually spent quite a lot of money uh, noah lang the the left winger from Bruges gone there. Jodie Schouten from Bologna, 12 million. Ricardo Pepe, the uh, the American forward, Malik Tillman from Bayern Munich on loan. They've got Dest from Barcelona um in on for a season. I mean, they they haven't sold a lot of, they haven't sold a lot of major players. I mean, Simmons was a uh, a big one. Simons or Simmons. My pronunciation is all over the place, but um yeah, it's. I think PSV could be a dark horse, and you're right. Do you remember? Was it at the Emirates? Who was the Moroccan centre back that had an absolute worldie when they beat us at the Emirates? And uh, Giroud had a shocker. Oh, do you I, remember I, the one? Yeah, and he I'm went. He went to the Monaco game. the season after. I think he had a good season in the Champions yeah. League there. Just yeah. there, and was was that a game where Giroud had a shocker in front of goal? But how many times have we done that in Europe? You know,
0: Yang's missed. Open goals, Shirou's Mister Hatful. It feels like feels what, like we're going to have to overcome that this season.
1: What I think is a bit different, though, Matt. Like, and I can factor this into the PSV section, but I it's the kind of team we're taking into Europe this year. So many years back on that Champions League run, which many people could say that we took it for granted when you look at how long you know we've been out and out of it. But the teams we are putting in the Champions League each year were like. You know, they were just the same thing over and over again. And there was always, you know, we we had a a run where Wenger was trying young kids and stuff. But ultimately, it was like, you know, steady players, but who were never going to win it. This year, we're coming at it with a young, hungry squad. Some of these guys are, you know, the worst kept secrets. William Saliba, have you heard of him, Europe? He's going to just absolutely go nuts in the Champions League. Saka, Martinelli, Erdegaard, they're about to announce themselves. I mean, it just feels like what I wanted when Wenger went and we had a new manager in, what I wanted more than anything was if we got back to the Champions League to have a team that genuinely felt like it could win it. It's not to say we will, but you know what? It don't have to be too many things to go crazy for us to win the Champions League. That's how I feel right now. And, you know, that's why I'm excited. The Champions League is what I'm most excited about this year, I think and i just know i really think it is because i actually think sneakily it might be that it might be that that happens because we we need less things to go wrong to win the champions league than you know city oh you just got to keep losing and they're just not doing it so you know we city could have a couple of bad games in champions league who knows but yeah just to the point on psv guys um you know, we did play them. They even when uh, Arteta had his hands on Rude Van Istroy's PSV, they weren't great, but they still nicked to win. So, just to echo the caution that you both uh, kind of um, put out there, should yeah. we move on to Lons? Lons, yeah, yeah. Your, your pronunciation is getting better as we go on. Thank I mean, you, mate. Thank yeah, you, mate. I'm expecting you to pull a beret out at some point, There's naturalized Frenchman right now. Um, Lons. Are stepping up as the uh, fourth team in the group. Um, as you said, Pete, um, done quite well domestically. They find themselves incredibly
2: well. One point of PSG. Like, don't don't underestimate these guys. They're back.
1: And although I don't I don't necessarily rate PSG the same way that I perhaps did anyway, but we'll see. But as Matt was saying, we've got a quite a good record against Lons historically. Um
2: I'm pretty 30 sure. Thirty years ago,
1: yeah, yeah. Some of it might have been <laughs> in black and white, but still, yeah. they know who we are. They know they don't want it with the Arsenal. Um, So, what what do we reckon? They're the, they're the last team, but either way, it's it seems like a, a, a very surmountable task. What what do you make well, of Lons, Matt?
0: Don't know much about them. Um, slightly more concerned now that I understand that they were just a point
2: behind PSG. Um, Eighty-five points, I think they got. So not like a it wasn't a low points league. And I think when you look at it, there were probably there were probably easier teams in pop
0: four than we got. Um, but the distance is great, you know. It's like you get on the Eurostar and you're back in an hour. Uh very easy. Um, so maybe that's a bit of an exaggeration. But um so I think the location's good. I think, you know, you've got to beat you've got to beat Lawns. If you have any aspiration of going through in the Champions League, you can't. You can't be dropping points there, or even just get the Champions League is all about not losing away and winning at home. That's ultimately what it's about. And then, you, and then you pick up a win. And is there any reason to believe we couldn't pick up that win against Lawrence? No. So I'm, I'm optimistic, but I think I do think that that 98 99 is a good reminder that there are no easy games in the Champions League. Uh, that complacency is real. That Playing in Europe is different from playing in the Premier League. It's a different style of play. You've got to be a little bit more patient. Um, different to sort of the tempo. Um, but I think it's I think it's a, I think it's a good draw for us. Who's they? have lost some players as well, haven't they?
2: Yeah, they've uh, they lost uh, their centre forward Appender. He went to Leipzig for 38 million euros, which is a, a monstrous signing for them. Uh, Seiko Fafana. Um, 28-year-old had an absolute blinding season last year. He's gone to Al-Nasir for 25 million euros. They've also spent quite a bit of money as well. So it wasn't like, like, you know, let's just sell the crown jewels and not reinvest. They spent um, uh, 30 million euros on uh, uh, Wahi of uh, Montpellier. They've signed a Diouf. I always feel like Lons have a Diouf in the side. They spent 14 million on him from the Swiss League. And uh, they bought uh, a minds attacking midfielder for 7.2 million. So they, they're they going to be decent. But I don't think they're going to be better than a mid-table Premier League team. You know, I don't, I, I don't think they're going to be as difficult as playing at Brentford. But again, it's, it's the complacency question. It's uh, do you get yourself motivated to play against those? If you don't know any names of players in the teams, can you can you get yourself in the mixer? So um, I think it's all about managing complacency. But if we can get through the group stages without any drama, I think I think Johnny's right. You know, like we've got no Champions League baggage. There's no baggage. There's no galaxy branding. In it. What do you mean mm-hmm. there's no baggage? We we used to get humped by six goals every time we played. Yeah, Matt. In the group yeah, stages. but, but, but Saka wasn't born when you exactly. were going through this 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 childhood trauma.
1: The f- the fans have the trauma, Matt. The players yeah. don't. You know, Some of the, th- these guys don't give a shit. And that's the point. There are no longer characters just hanging around the club who, who have, you know. Have you not seen three? Cedric? Well, well hey, yeah, but what I mean is he <laughs> has, but he wasn't there. You know, I'm talking about the years where it was just semi-journeymen. They were there every year, but they've been in many a Champions League failure and stuff like that. Now it feels like they're all just having a go for their first time and they're going to come at it with, that you know, that almost wonderful naivety—the naivety, the naivety yeah. of youth—yeah, which can get you, which can get you quite far. And who knows?
0: Plus all we, all we want league. to do
1: is get far into the end, and uh, you know, and give ourselves a chance. And See, you know, I've just
0: written because this is actually our first Champions League podcast. Didn't quite yeah. realize the, the the gravity of that, but I didn't. I've got a lot of trauma. I've mm. got it. It's sort of in my yes. bones. It's in my bones. It's been dark. Arsenal and, and, and European football and, and Arsenal in the Champions League and Bayern Munich and kicking the ball away after three seconds and getting Van Persie. There's just a lot of, lot of bad bad feeling coursing through my body. So hopefully you guys are going to help me this season because you guys are full of, full of optimism. I'm, I'm, I'm worried it's a little bit misguided. I'm daring to dream, daring
1: to dream. Not, I'm not remembering <laughs> the bad days. Give me some new good memories, Arsenal. I believe they can. Um, Right. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up there anyway. uh, It's been wonderful to chat with you guys. We're both back, Matt and I. We're back for On the Whistle Man United. We hyped, guys, to get the the trio back.
2: We're hyped. And listen, Johnny, that's not even the next podcast. The next podcast is going to be a Before the Whistle. Yeah. Patreon.com forward slash the Arsenal opinion. It's £3.50 a month and it is a bargain. No ads. All of the videos go on there. It's just a joyous place. We've got a Discord and we all chat on it and it's like it's like having a hundred best friends in your phone.
1: There you go. I That's mean, what it's signing up
0: for, isn't it? Can we just touch
2: on that Newcastle group?
1: Oh, yeah, Cause... yeah, yeah. But literally, you gotta gotta wrap up pretty much straight away. Tell us what it is, bit. Matt,
2: and tell us what yeah. your thoughts are, and then we're it's
0: the group of deaths, so it's it's I've got to remember, but it's like here, I've got it here. It is PSG Borussia Dortmund. Milan AC Milan yeah,
2: and Newcastle. That's a proper Champions League group. But it's uh, only yeah. a proper Champions League group based on brand. And you know, Dortmund haven't had a great summer. PSG are, are usually a mess. And Milan, I mean, we'll see. Spicy well, taste.
1: Yeah, I mean, Newcastle will certainly... They'll be getting all they can handle. But let's, that group. all of,
2: A lot of love for Newcastle this summer. Let's see how they do when they've got a Champions League in the midweek. They had no Europe last year so it'd be Absolutely. good to see uh, see them struggle yeah all right what? guys we
1: yeah we're wrapped see you guys see you on the weekend massive on the whistle ciao for now, ciao. Ciao for now. sports social podcast network